Good morning and welcome to Can Do It 2 Radio in conjunction with Little Iron Mom. We are so excited to be here today. We have Dr. Zach Bush, a triple board certified doctor, and over the last 12 years, Dr. Bush has continued to further his medical and basic science knowledge. He's among physicians in the world that is uh, triple board certified, having completed training and certification in three fields, including internal medicine, endocrinology, and metabolism, hospice, and palliative care. Um, we are just excited to have you here, Dr. Bush, and I'm just going to let you take it from here. Uh, thanks again for joining us uh, on this wonderful November morning. Thank you, Lou. appreciate you and the audience uh, having me on. Um, I am on my own life journey here, and a lot of the questions that I received for this morning are, revolve around kind of what, what does it mean to live healthy and uh, what are the patterns of life that make us healthy. And uh, in a 15-minute call, we're going to try to boil that down for you. But I think that uh, a very simple concept that we share every day in our clinic is that uh, the closer you can get to your nature, uh, the healthier you're going to be. And what we can see is that as Western civilization has kind of marched on with the Industrial Revolution and everything else, we've gotten further and further away from the nature in pursuit of comfort, really. And so each of the technologies and products that you buy in your life for comfort often will separate you from your nature further. So it's something to think about as a parent and as a consumer and everything else is how are you going to combat that that trend? How are you going to kind of get back towards the pattern of life that we were really born for? And one of the most incredible ways in which we've separated ourselves really comes down to uh, the way in which we eat. In 1945, just a mere 70 years ago, we were eating about 45% of our food chain from our backyard victory gardens. And I say we as if I had been alive then, but my grandparents were eating away out of their gardens. And uh, now, in this day and age, 70 years later, we're growing less than one-tenth of one percent of our food in our gardens. And so we've really turned over this incredibly critical part of life, which is food production and eating. We have outsourced that to just a few uh, companies, and that uh, has really become a phenomenon that I think we are going to learn to regret. And the factory farming world that now dominates our globe um, not just from the crops that are grown out there, the corn, the soybean, the wheat. It's also really the animal production, the incredible beef industry, pork industry, poultry industry. Those those are really massive conglomerates now that compete with uh, companies that you know really have dollar amounts that only are exceeded by militaries and, and nations. So uh, the <laughs> yeah. wealth of these companies is so grand and the incredible control they have over our food chain is, is quite frightening. Yeah, crazy. And so one of the things that we really look to is how do we get back in touch with that food? And there's two simple answers to that. If you're if you're not growing your own food and you're not producing your own food, then one of the best ways to do it is get as low on the food chain as you can when you're eating. And that low on the food chain is the plants, of course. And so the vegetables and fruit are a critical piece of getting back in touch with your nature. And if you can get in touch with a, a community-supported agricultural uh, program, a CSA farm near you, uh, that's a great thing. Lou and your family, you're in the heartland of America, uh, right in the middle of uh, factory farming there. But uh, I'm sure that you can also have the organic gardeners uh, sprinkled through there that are doing the CSAs and everything else. And so those right. are easy yeah. ways to get back in touch, even if you're not growing the tomato in your backyard. But 
mm-hmm. we strongly encourage everybody just to start growing a few plants back in their yard again, get the kids learning how to grow the food. Um, it's mm-hmm. funny when my patients say, well, my kids won't eat any vegetables. And I, the easy answer is, well, it's because they're not growing their vegetables. A kid who grows <laughs> their own vegetables is always eager to eat them. So um, sure. it's hard to keep tomatoes on the vine. Cherry tomato plant never gets cherries in, <laughs> inside the house if you got kids in the yard growing them. So um, right. it's a really powerful tool to get back in touch. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I'll power on here with some other questions that we've received for the morning. One of them is, you know, what are some of the truths that you've had to unravel as a doctor to get to some of the deeper truths? And I think, you know, the one that's really central to my career at this point is the unraveling of our belief about bacteria. Um, as mm-hmm. a doctor and as a patient, where we learn to fear bacteria and we uh, spend an enormous amount of money and time on uh, taking antibiotics and fighting uh, sinus infections, ear infections, upper respiratory strep infections in our kids. You know, it just goes on and on. And then, of course, you get into the chronic bronchitis and, and stuff as an adult. And it's just a, a constant uh, battle with the antibiotic world. Uh, and mm-hmm. by the current standards, we're prescribing about 833 prescriptions of antibiotics per 1,000 people per year in the United States. So 83% of uh, people in the country are getting an antibiotic um, by those numbers. So that, it's a stunning uh, attack on the antibiotic world. And when we work in hospitals, it's a constant fear of bacteria. Um, we're sterilizing everything. We're killing bacteria everywhere we turn. And so we, the big de-raveling that happened in my career was to look at bacteria as this fearful attack um, you know, species out there that's going to get us to reality mm-hmm. that human life cannot exist without the bacteria, the fungi, and everything else. And so these organisms that are out there in nature are actually the only way in which human health happens. Our human mm-hmm. health has deteriorated very rapidly over the last 50, 60 years of our attack on the bacteria. We are killing bacteria <laughs> wow. through our antibiotics of human intake, but about five times the volume of antibiotic used by humans is being pumped into animals in our food production. So we are uh, in now exceeding 30 million pounds of antibiotic usage in our meat production. There's 300 milligrams for every kilogram of meat produced. So that's one-third of uh, the weight of the meat is, uh, consumed, uh, is consumed by in antibiotics. So it's a disgusting wow. kind of reality of just the sheer volume of antibiotic being dumped into our food chain. But mm-hmm. all of that is really dwarfed by the single biggest antibiotic that we have worldwide right now, which is glyphosate or Roundup. Glyphosate is mm-hmm. the uh, glycine backbone, which is an amino acid or a protein building block in nature that's critical for human health. That glycine has been modified with a phosphorus group with uh, on one side and a, and a amine group on the other side, and so now you have a chemical uh, that is mimicking a, an amino acid, and it works as an antibiotic in soil, and it works as an herbicide or, or uh, to kill weeds or plants uh, by blocking the production of amino acids. So you already have one amino acid perturbed, and then you're blocking the production of four other critical amino acids, including things like tryptophan, which is a foundation for hormone production in the body and things. So you've got this... Wow. Uh, one antibiotic now being added to soil in the volume of 
two billion kilograms uh, worldwide just last year in 2015. So by billions of kilograms of, of weight, we're dumping this antibiotic into our food chain. And not only is it killing the bacteria in the soil, it's also blocking the ability of our plants and our food chain to make the critical proteins that we need in our diet. So probably a sure. pretty big mistake when we look at that in hindsight and say, wow, was it smart to knock out 30 40% of the critical amino acids in our soil and our plants? Was that going to have an effect on human health? And, in fact, it really does correlate. One of the other questions uh, that I got is, um, about glyphosate is uh, it's mm-hmm. used worldwide and is it a probable car- carcinogen and the World Health Organization has recognized it as such and our group uh, does science on this chemical every week and, and we get to see it destroy cell membranes and really start that carcinogenic processing right. cell types across the board so it really has a devastating effect on the extracellular matrix which is the outside scaffold or protein structure that holds the the body together. And so mm-hmm. we have a chemical that's not only killing the bacteria, but it's destroying the extracellular matrix or the scaffold uh, that holds all of your cells together. And that's really the experience of my patients. They feel like their body is falling apart, and quite literally they are. Every yeah. system is going down. A leading cause of death worldwide is now or leading chronic disease worldwide now is kidney disease. The kidney tubules are falling apart from this uh, pressure of these chemicals, and as they fall apart, they can no longer detox the body. And so we're really turning into toxin uh, sponges uh, because we're leaking on the front end at the gut membrane. We've got leaky gut Mm -hmm. on the front membrane, and we've got leaky kidney tubules on the back end. And so our bodies have really turned into these frightening sponges for toxin and of course there's no shortage of those toxins in our food chain now to absorb everything from the plastics in our food to uh, the herbicides, pesticides, your average glass of wine coming out of California has 64 detectable pesticides, herbicide chemicals in it. Um, So we're just, you know, exposed constantly and we're having a hard time blocking and clearing these toxins. And so that's kind of the world we live in, and it would be a terrifying story and a really depressing morning on a Friday morning with you all if there wasn't some good news. Uh, the good <laughs> news is that um, as I unraveled this tr- this fear of uh, bacteria and we started really looking at how food and nutrition happens, we had a happy accident in, in 2012 when we discovered the carbon uh, metabolites or breakdown products from bacteria. It turns out that the bacteria are producing uh, millions of different types of these carbon molecules that support the extracellular matrix. And so the very uh, kind of ground zero of this chemical damage of the extracellular matrix is actually supported by the bacteria themselves. And so what we've done as a science group is we've gone back 60 million years in the uh, fossil record and are now extracting this carbon database from the soil from 60 million years ago when we had hundreds of thousands of species of bacteria and fungi in in the soil, (laughs) not just tens of thousands. And so we're going back to this rich data bank of carbon information um, that supports that extracellular matrix. And it has been a game changer. It's changed our understanding of biology at its most fundamental levels, the way in which fuel is burned, the way in which fuel is trafficked across membranes, all of this has been transformed by the study of these molecules and how they support human nutrition and human health. And so the odd you know, reality of my 
physician journey now is that you know the very things that we thought were our worst enemy have become our our biggest gift and these bacteria sure. really are the solution for life in so many fashions so i think that's a quick synopsis of the last 10 years of my life <laughs> and studies there <laughs> wow that 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 makes me wish i'd paid more attention in biology in college you know <laughs> oh, it all would have been wrong. But they would have taught you all the yes, wrong that's stuff. True. That's true. So maybe it's a good thing I didn't pay attention. That was probably worthwhile ignoring all that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, funny, funny. No, that that is amazing what you've uh, you you've discovered there, and uh, uh, it's 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 kind of stunning too. That I love what you say about the get back to nature. You know what what it was created for us for a reason. <laughs> yeah, surprisingly. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, wow, really? Yeah. Was yeah. that for us? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, there's so much more to amazing. talk about, um, but you can join us. Um, we've got a lot of science on our website, which is uh, restore4life.com, and you can also join us on Facebook for continuous chatter on the science as it comes out, uh, Restore4Life on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We love having you feedback uh, your stories to us via the, the Facebook, Twitter, Instagram platforms because uh, one of the most amazing things that we see is that truth is most rapidly discovered and celebrated when you're in community. And so uh, mm-hmm. social media has really provided us the opportunity not only to do great blog programs like this one, but it's also given us the opportunity to hear from the audience and get feedback, questions, and continue our learning great. journey as well. So please keep us learning by uh, getting back in touch with us. Oh, that is that is fantastic. Well, I I love what you said about you know your uh, the reason you got involved in in the first place was your kids and and uh, you know I, I just it's just powerful. <laughs> well, it is it's a powerful driver because if you look at our children's generation, uh, we've got we've got a problem on our hands, and that at our current trajectory yeah. of autism, for example, we will have. Sure one in three children autistic by 2032 or 2040, somewhere in that range. So we're only right. 16, 20 years away from a devastating reality where we're yeah. not going to have any healthy children. And yeah. uh, so it's it's a big driver for all of us, and it should be a driver. Is at how, what have we turned over to these kids as far as the future, and how are we going to correct that? Right. Yeah, yeah. All becoming better stewards for them, yeah. Better stewards. Well, I, 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 I can't uh, – I can't. I know we're right about the end of our time, and uh, I can't express how, how happy I am that you were able to join us this morning, and excited for all you've uh, unraveled and and what you've shared with us. Thank you, Dr. Bush. It's just been amazing. A pleasure to be on, and I appreciate what all of you are doing. It's really you know getting the communication out to the world is what you guys do, sure. and it's such a critical piece of the puzzle. So keep up the great work. Thank you so much. Well, God bless you, and have a wonderful, uh, happy Thanksgiving, and uh, we'll stay in touch via via the, the networks. Thanks so much. You take care. Thank you. Yep, have a great day. When you don't go to Geico.com, car insurance can seem intense. Like breakup R&B intense. I thought you said you love the sweater that I got you. If you didn't, you could have told me. Geico makes it easy. 
Just go to geico.com anytime to update or check your policy without all the extra drama. I even had a gift receipt. Fashion emergency hotline. Help, Black Friday's a week away and I'm already exhausted thinking about running from store to store. Well, skip the running and get to Old Navy right now. Old Navy? Yep, why wait? You can get 40% off your entire purchase in store and get your gifts in one place starting right now. 40% off? That's right. And today, for one day only, all Old Navy active for the family is 50% off. 50% off all active? I'm running there now. Thanks. Don't thank me. Thank Old Navy. Valid 1118. 40% off valid 1118 through 1122. In stores only. Excludes clearance, gift cards, register lane items, jewelry, and today only deals.